Welcome to the Christway Connect podcast, creating pathways, connecting people to Christ, to others, to purpose. Welcome to the Christway Connect podcast. This is the place we love to say Jesus is the way, everything else is a conversation. We do and say that. And yeah. we are here in studio with Josh and Deli. Welcome, fellas. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, uh, man. Hebrews also. I don't know who wrote Hebrews. Apollo. Whoever did, she was brilliant. <laughs> uh, you can argue that Paul was not the author of Hebrews. Uh, some would say Apollos. Uh, different versions. You hear Peter every once in a while, possibly Aquila, but even Priscilla is on the list. So that's Ooh. where the she, she was brilliant came in. So <laughs> one thing about the book of Hebrews, we're going to dive into chapter four today. But uh, uh, we usually call them sermons, but depending on your uh, religious ilk, uh, you might call it a homily. And the book of Hebrews is really a sermon. It is really a homily, not written in Paul's typical way. Yeah, you said a hyperbole? Homily. Thank you, Dylan. Okay, I just want to make sure. Not, hom- <laughs> not hominy, which is what we eat in the Midwest, a corn substitute. Yeah. Homily. Okay. Well, I mean, I just for those homily out there who don't and, know, homily and hot sauce <laughs> uh, is <yeah>. delicious. <laughs> okay, sermon. It was a sermon. Uh, yeah. So we are working our way through, and the last week we talked about Jesus being greater, and and clearly that's the that's really the the overarching point of the book mm-hmm. is uh, these Hebrews were struggling. Their faith was kind of up in the air. And, uh, you know, is he greater than mm-hmm. what we're going through? And so... I mean, wouldn't you say that this was... I feel like I've heard you say this is probably your favorite It is my favorite, favorite book. book. You know, yeah. the way I say that is if I had to be on a desert island, you know, with a book, it'd be the Bible probably. Uh, if it was the Bible, I would prefer the New Testament. And if I had to choose a book, it'd be Hebrews. It'd be Hebrews, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, that's big talk. I don't, I mean, that's or big maybe talk. I don't read much, <laughs> right. either, which we know is not the case. Either, yeah, way, we... <laughs> either way, so uh, chapter four, uh, as as you know, we're reading through that has some just rich and powerful, powerful and well known mm-hmm. and well known and powerful for a reason uh, passages. Right. So this Sunday, when Ryland opened uh, the gathering, he pulled from from Hebrews 4. I mean, I said, anything out of 1 through 6, man. Mm-hmm. And he pulled uh, the last few verses of Hebrews 4, mm-hmm. which uh, are, are are powerful. So yeah. as we're reading through this fourth chapter, a lot of it talks about rest. In fact, the first dozen verses or so mm-hmm. talk about this rest that we're promised. Mm-hmm. Anything highlight out of that for you? So... When I was I was reading this, and you know, and again, thanks to the Bible Project for doing such a great job at putting yes. things together. You know, right. shout Mackey out to Tim Mackey, yeah, yeah. Tim, Josh, Deli, Andy, and Tim Mackey. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was thinking about uh, how three and four kind of have three and like three quarters of four, really, um, how they're kind of partnered together in this. Uh, hy- hyperbole, uh, <laughs> this aka sermon. Sermon, sermon yeah. Sorry, so they're sorry, like kind of coupled sorry together. Sorry, brought that up. <laughs> I just struggle saying the word. That's all. But um, how it's talking about Moses and in this promised land kind of thing is what I was I was getting from yeah. this this theme. This Moses and the promised land. The promised land kind of 
focusing on the fact that the people traveling in the desert, right, and mm. going to rest, right? They're going to rest in this promised land. But then because of their um, unbelief, because mm. of their not relying on God so much, yeah. they're not able to rest, right? And so then that goes into this fourth chapter, which is what I, what we're talking about right now. And so um, it's kind of like this, like, hey, like, not for us because we believe in Jesus. We do get this promise that was it is not it's yeah. not gone away that yeah. promise of rest. And so you are able to enter into this rest and that's yeah. and that's my rest God. That's God yeah. saying it's my rest. And so I just thought that was that was really cool of what's kind of overlaying over these two not chapters. Not a geographic not a geographic rest like we live here but once we get down to Gulf Shores we'll rest or yeah. once we get down to Daytona Beach will rest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not geographic rest, but rest in Jesus. Well, and I even wrote down here, I wrote down rest, promised land, and I wrote down rest is peace with God, freedom from from whatever is holding you, deliverance from even I put mosaic law, um, rest that God Himself created and enjoyed, right? Like yeah. like that those just those things. It's not, yeah, like you said, not a geographical place of rest. Reaching into my yeah. Pentecostal roots, I'm thinking of the prophet, and he said, uh, with stammering lips and another tongue will I speak to this people. And then he goes on to say, this is the rest, Mm -hmm. and this is the refreshing. Mm. So however you may or may not interpret that, the the idea of this promise of spirit and rest Mm -hmm. and refreshing. Mm. And a lot of times I do this a lot in the addiction community when I'm teaching where I, I, I... uh, take the word recreational and I hyphenate it re hyphen creational, mm-hmm. right? So these things, not just being an unplug, but actually kind of a plug in, right? A mm-hmm. plug into something, spirit, Jesus, mm-hmm. God promise, hope, peace. You plug into those things and there's this beautiful yeah. rest. Yeah. And I think what, what this writer or this speaker or whoever, like they're really trying to pull into like, when you are believing and have faith in Jesus, the one who is greater yeah. than what was promised to Moses, right? Like yeah. Jesus created all things. And I think they even talk about, maybe it was in the, the third chapter, but just how, you know, Moses was the faithful in all of God's house. But then Jesus, who is greater than Moses, just as the builder of the house is great, has greater honor than the house itself. So I was just mm-hmm. thinking about like, again, he's writing to these, Jewish people or, or speaking to these Jewish people and just trying to pull on what they know of. Like, right, and that was chapter three yeah, that, that was reading, chapter three. leading into leading the into whole this. idea. Yeah, yeah, and so like that's, it's just unfolding of just how... Well, how and I think if, if we kind of go back into the context of what these people are struggling with, right? Persecution, mm-hmm. trial, mm-hmm. probably threats of death. I mean, it wouldn't be out, out of the picture. And he's giving them this oasis of rest within all of that. Like that's all still happening. Mm-hmm. Right, all the all the sirens and all the crashing and all the bombs yeah. and all the blow up and all that stuff still going on, and he's he's offering them this this haven. Mm-hmm. I hear an old hymn in my mind. I've anchored my soul in the haven of rest. I'll sail the wild seas no more. Mm. This haven that mm-hmm. we can have um, because of our faith in who He is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it says they missed. It kind of alludes to the fact that they missed it back then because they. Uh, you know, those wandering in the wilderness, they didn't believe, they didn't have faith. And it says, and I'm looking at the NIV version, it says, because they did not share the faith of those who obeyed. 
So there's a faith and an obedience in that too. And the obedience, I think, is is when you do hear, uh, mm-hmm. you you do, you know, you yeah. go. Yeah, not just hearers yeah. of the word. Yeah, not just hearers of the word. Yeah, that's doers of the word. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's connected mm-hmm. to that rest because even in my life, I know that there's been times of chaos in the middle of obedience where it's chaotic. Life is yeah. busy. Life is there's crazy things going on, but I'm still at rest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I have that faith mm. to know that I'm in the in the place he asked me. Well, that's me to a be. Great, I mean, that's probably that's probably pretty obvious, but we still need to hear it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not something new, but remind us, mm-hmm. reminded that when you're looking around and like this is chaotic, I'm disoriented. This is there's crashing waves and whatever mm-hmm. those may be, and yeah, you know, even destructive bombs mm-hmm. and buildings falling and whatever that whatever that metaphor is for our own life, and there's a place in there. And you think about the scripture, so many things flooding my mind, the hollow of his hand. Yeah. Right? Like he's just got his hand around you and all that stuff's going nuts. To talk about their unbelief, before we began to record, we were talking about Hebrews chapter four, and I just said, you know, verse two was something big for me a long time ago mm-hmm. and remains big, but the way I memorized it, uh, the, the word was preached to us as well as to them, but the word preached unto them, did not profit them. And I love the way the King James, because that's what I'm quoting here, did not profit them not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Mm -hmm. And in the uh, NIV it says, uh, but the message they heard was of no value to them because those who heard it did not combine it Mm -hmm. with faith. And this power of this, this, this chemical synergy, this chemical spiritual synergy of the word and faith, How's that played out for you guys? When God gives you a word, you mix it with faith. Because that faith piece is some of the obedience part. Yeah, for sure. Stepping in. Yeah, I think I think obedience is faith and action. And you know, for me, we didn't James say that? He said, I'll show you my faith by my works. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So my uh, what I'm feet. doing, what we, we we're doing in the kingdom and really daily life is is that obedience. Um, to what he's asking us to do. I think we go, we hear, I mean, I hear a lot of things. I, I mean, and sometimes I act and sometimes I don't. I, um, I just recall, I can't remember what day it was. It was in the last seven days. So mm-hmm. probably about a week ago, I, I we was... We judge our life by podcasts. It was... It was about the last, the last podcast. podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was at, in Rural King uh, for daily, you know, getting some things for our farm and um, there was a man who, who was struggling and I couldn't tell why I just knew he was struggling. And, uh, you know, I, I decided to just say, Hey, you okay, man, what's going on? And ended up at rule King for an hour. You know, I didn't have an hour really to have to be there. Yeah. I, I mean, in my mind, I didn't have that hour, but I ended up there an hour just chatting and, and encouraging and, um, listening to the Holy spirit, give me something for him. And also listening to the Holy Spirit say, it's okay, time time is okay, right? You're going to be okay. Because yeah. for me, time's a, you know. To be guarded. Yeah. 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 So I think as I hear, you know, those simple, still small voice or those promptings, it's what do we do then? You know, do we decide to mix our faith with that and go and 
do what he asks us to do or do we just kind of throw it to the side and keep on going with our own trajectory and of course I've done both many times mm-hmm. so it's it's just well, I think it's great because clearly I mean maybe it's not clear to everybody but we know your story right mm-hmm. uh, your travels from Idaho to South Africa and back th- those had some pretty significant God calling word moments yeah yeah we <laughs> funny stories a lot of funny stories in that but literally having to decipher decide um what we were sensing and what we were hearing and and then take action hoping we got it right well Mm -hmm. so a a minute ago it struck me the the word did not profit them not being mixed with faith Mm -hmm. and then that heard it yep okay it doesn't say uh it says word in faith it doesn't say word and certainty Right. Yeah, yeah. Faith is faith. Yeah. Because of the uncertainty. Some really, level yeah. of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the old, for me, the old growing up is faith is spelled R I S K. Oh, really? <laughs> that, I mean, I don't, that's how I grew up. I heard that all my life. So, mm-hmm. and I always thought it was kind of corny, but now I think that's pretty much it. Like, mm-hmm. it, sometimes it's just risky. It, it, it is. Yeah. Because either you're hearing really clearly. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We're not perfect, so we sometimes we just don't hear clearly mm-hmm. when we think we do. Yeah, yeah. And we were talking Sunday night in our small group. We were talking about how you hear, and you can know what you heard, mm-hmm. but then you misinterpret or really misapply. Yeah, you run with it. Like there's, I won't go into the long story that we shared on Sunday, but you know, you hear something, and then you're like, oh, I know what that is exactly. Yeah. Well, I couldn't have been more wrong mm-hmm. on my interpretation of what it was exactly. Yeah. It was exactly not the way I saw it, mm-hmm. but yet the word of the Lord was still true yeah. and active and carried me through. Yep. Like it wasn't a false word. It wasn't a word I heard but didn't apply. It did in fact apply to the rest of my life, literally, And I, but I just, I just ran with it the wrong mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. So the, the faith part of, I mean, you know, what is it? Hebrews 11 is all about faith, right? And these people having died in faith, not having received the promise, mm-hmm. right? And it talks about, uh, a little jumping ahead a little bit, but it talks about those people, the world wasn't even worthy of them. And that is powerful, powerful yeah. language. Mm-hmm. They all died in faith, not having received the promise, the world not being worthy of them mm-hmm. because they walked in faith. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, we walk, we, we're all told, right, we walk by faith, faith. and not and not by sight in the certainty. So, so when you get the word of God, what's so interesting is it's the word of God. It's a word from God. Mm-hmm. And we know the word of God, the logos word of God, right? The written Bible is in front of us, word of God. Mm-hmm. But this, and again, before the mics turned on, we were talking about the rhema mm-hmm. word of God and that spoken, quickened, anointed, unction thing that comes to us. Words lift off the page. Something resonates in your spirit. Those things, mm-hmm. and still it requires faith. Yeah. It is. Uh, nobody said this is easy. This is not an easy thing to follow. Some of those risky, I guess, things that God asks us to do. And I, I mean, I've I've had many people in my life tell me um, that if if you're too if you're comfortable, maybe you're not walking um, out your faith as much mm-hmm. now. I don't know if that's true or not, but in my life it is because I know when I I become too comfortable, 
then I become stagnant or mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, there's I, a complacency that can mm-hmm. set in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know that's not true for everyone. Not everyone fits in a mold. And uh, I just know that I, I always want to challenge my own faith. So, mm-hmm. and, and I've, I've done that in ways that are definitely hearing from the Lord and moving to South Africa or whatever, um, or moving to Terre Haute, Indiana, when I didn't even know how to say it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I have no idea how to say yeah. that. And, you know, it, it has always been great, yeah. but not easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, I would say, tagging on to that, about this, this level, I think it's, it's apparent, and it, I feel like it's, I mean, I'm teaching youth, right, on Sunday nights, and, and next week, actually, is hard question night. And just thinking about the, uh, the questions that, I've been asked from other people who are like, man, I just want to, I just want to increase in my faith. You know, like I want my, I want my faith to grow, you know, like, and I, I like these things that are kind of intangible, right? They're intangible yeah. for you to kind of comprehend or, or, or ask, but like, I want, I want to walk in God's will and all these things that again are untangible, but it's, um, this, it's like this step of uncertainty, the step of haziness that you're unclear about until you're actually walking it, right? Like, that's what I feel a lot of times. Like, I know and I trust that God is in this direction, that, but it's a little dark in there, right? It's a little yeah. dark in that, yeah. in the, on that path. And so I think there, there's a, a level of that. I, for me, it's mixed with trust, right? Trust and assurance in what he's going to work through that. And that's what brings me, I think, a securityness and an okay with being uncomfortable, mm-hmm. right? Like, I am, I'm trying to realign that perspective of like, well, I feel like I should be going in this direction. I'm uncertain. I don't actually know. I'm probably maybe 40% sure, <laughs> but I'm going to trust and I have assurance that, that he is what you said this past Sunday. He is in me, right? He is working yeah. in me and around me and walking with me yeah. through whatever this, this decision is. Present. So that's, present. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's that he's this ever presence, um, and that he does work things out. Ever present help in time of trouble. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's that's what I'm thinking about when I'm walking in obedience, because it's like, okay, I, I w- I'm going to walk into this, but I, I'm unsure, and but I, I trust you in the in the sense of, and I ha- and I have to remind myself, I have to remind myself that, oh yeah, uh, why am I doing this again? <laughs> like because I I'm trusting you in this, and that's that's what kind of pushes me, helps me persevere through it. And endure through it. And exactly what these guys are doing, right? They're yeah. persevering. They're they're having to be challenged. They're being challenged by whoever they're speaking to remain faithful mm-hmm. in these moments of of trials and sufferings and persecutions. And and man, I I mean, me and Kelly, we love missions, and we get um, Voice of Martyrs magazines and all these things. And man, just reading and listening to some of the things that people go through, right? Like it's. Yeah. But the thing is, they they are. Those people, and I'm saying that we can be that same, those same people despite different circumstances, but we have to remind ourselves of what the word says, that we will be crowned, right? We we are children, like those those present things that we those promises that we can hold on to and grasp onto, that we can rely and trust on, that can then allow us to walk in that faith and in that unknown. I don't know, that's that's what I really no, think about in that. No, you're right. I I've the, the, the greatest, some of the greatest 
faith warriors, I would say, that I've ever met are typically people in the bush of Africa. Mm. That the word, um, they literally need the word to live. Mm. They they need him so much. Mm. And so they go through these massive trials, like things we've not, most of us have never experienced. Mm -hmm. And yet they're so joyful. Mm. Uh, they're so loving. They're filled with the gifts of the, you know, the fruit of the spirit. Mm. And they they just exude God, like, and they've gone through terrible tragedy, mm. and yet because they need Him so much, literally for daily life, mm -hmm. I think there's a difference there. So. I was coming down Sixth uh, Street, maybe maybe this morning or yesterday morning, and uh, current fave song is uh, uh, "Fill My Cup." by Andrew Riggs or somebody like that, right? And I don't even know who he is, but I watched the video and uh it's a great it's a jam, man. It's a great morning morning get going song. And I've been playing it first thing I get in the truck and head to wherever I'm going, that's what I'm playing right off the top. And there's a bridge in it that talks about fill my life with healing and transformation and goodness, grace, provision and all these things. But I couldn't hear all the words. So I uh look up the lyrics mm -hmm. and I'm looking at the lyrics and it says, I believe it says fill my house up or something to that effect or my life up or something like that with needing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Whoa, 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 mm -hmm. what? <laughs> That's mm -hmm. what he chose. I get to fill it with healing, grace and provision, right? And all, vision and all these other words that run, right? Yeah. Fill it with needing. <laughs> that was the prayer. Yeah. Like yeah. fill my cup. But the needing, as you're mentioning, that's part of the deal. It is. It is part of the deal. One of the I started praying a prayer in 2009. Um, that I prayed it over myself and my family that that we would be completely dependent upon Him. Mm. And a, a wonderful lady in the church, who you know, a powerful woman of the church, said, "Be careful." Yeah. Right. Yeah. When you start praying that prayer, mm. what's going to happen to you? Mm. And then that, and at that time, you know, we had wonderful jobs and made lots of money, and we were, you know, living the American dream and <laughs> having babies, and and then uh, everything changed. Mm. And I'm not saying it's because of that one prayer, but it that prayer I think opened my eyes to, mm. you know, what is really, mm -hmm. do I really need God? Mm. Do I really need Him to live? And yeah. at that point in my life, I didn't. Mm. If I'm being real, yeah. So, oh, wow. Would you take that back? Not in mm. a second. It changed. It changed my world. Literally, it changed my whole life. Mm. So, yeah, it's the posture of a life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm thinking about being a pastor here and thinking about the congregation and people that are here and people that I want to be here. Yeah. And I want to look out over that crowd and see conversions mm -hmm. and see people that are reaching for him and they come in needing him mm -hmm. not just the you know the sinner the classic broke down sure. first visit thank you so much but where we are in this posture of how we without shame not a shame driven need no mm -hmm. but just a clear without you we do nothing yeah. mm -hmm. need and just the the joy mm -hmm. of yeah. recognition of um, what do he say? Um, 
take my yoke on you. Come and learn of me. I'm meek and lowly, right? There's, and what is, here we go. What do you say? You'll find, you'll find rest, 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 yeah. rest mm-hmm. for your soul, right? Mm-hmm. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. And so when we can come alongside the Lord and recognize, uh, you know, I need you. And that's not a weakness. Mm-mm. Best thing that ever happened. And I want to cultivate that. Yeah. So a lot of times I think when we're thinking about obeying. Mm-hmm. Are we obeying the Lord? Yeah, man, I didn't do this and I didn't do yeah. that. Yeah. And I kept that these, regulation these rules, and lines, that legislated yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's it's so much more wonderful when it's different than that. And I think yeah. that's the stuff in church leadership that I'm going to say struggle with because that is really the deal. You're You're struggling with wanting to stay out of the way hear the Lord, love people, guide people, right? Be in that place. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm so thankful that for me, it just feels like the Lord uh, loves me for sure, chose me for sure, tolerates me a little bit. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I just, when I'm like, uh, he's like, come on, really? But there'll be, there'll be weeks at, at, and I probably just came through a little stretch where I'm like, man, I am just not exactly... Sure, and it wasn't about salvation, and, and then things were going great. Yeah, I mean, things at the church are going so good. It was more about, but I'm sensing something you're trying to tell me. Mm-hmm. What is it? Yeah. What is it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What is it? And and then bringing myself to a place which mixes the word and faith. Mm-hmm. I just want that to be the case. I. Uh, I I want faith to be in the words we hear from God when we're driving down the road, when someone's praying over us, mm-hmm. when we're hearing a sermon, when we're singing a song. I, I, I hope that our church community can cultivate that mm-hmm. where it's not like one-off, nor weird or bizarre, just supernatural, right? Where, yeah. And I heard something the other day, Melinda and I are going through a, uh, we're going to do a 30 day a devotional that's possibly going to take uh, 80 to 90 days. <laughs> <laughs> we don't hit every single day, mm-hmm. but it's an AM PM. And the guy on there, he said, we are as believers, we are amphibians. Mm-hmm. And I, I got it. And I thought, Oh, that's right. We can go from land to sea. We can go from dirt to water. Mm-hmm. And he said, you can go from natural to supernatural and natural to supernatural. Mm-hmm. I had never, man, I've been preaching for 30 years. I've never heard anyone ever say, yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm like, what a cool. And I, it caught me like our transition to be able to go from natural to supernatural. Yeah, mm-hmm. And I, I feel like this thing with faith and obedience is simply listening. Mm-hmm. Just listening. I don't know that we have to like, always have a something you know where it's weird and we're always open we're just but i'm listening i always listen to like my cell phone my phone's with me if it rings i answer it yeah mm-hmm. if it pops up you know you i answer it, it. Yeah. yeah but i'm That's not exactly. i'm not i don't hold it and you're wait look, and look and staring at it can't until wait it rings. To, yeah i sure hope it rings uh and i can make a call myself right exactly. can, yeah so this this reciprocity of spirit and flesh and spirit and flesh uh, and then, of course, probably one of the most, I don't know, well-known, certainly from folks that are churched, would be verse 12. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you guys memorize? I, I'm, I don't know if I had to, but I memorized it as a kid. 
Word of God is quick. I've got it in front of me. <laughs> quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, right? Dividing asunder soul and spirit. Yeah. Joint and marrow is a discerner of the thought and intent of the heart. Mm-hmm. I, I, always, I always was kind of flashy about the first part, right? Quick and powerful. Mm-hmm. Sharper, right? Mm-hmm. As I get older, the last phrase, yeah. mm-hmm. a discerner of the thought and intent of the heart. Mm-hmm. That's become so much more powerful for me. That the Lord understands me, mm-hmm. and I, 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 it goes on to say, you know, go to the high priest, and and he's tempted in all ways and all that. I, I've used. I, I think some people might be freaked out by the Lord knowing your heart, mm-hmm. but I'm I welcome it. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy about it mm-hmm. because my my actions don't always convey my heart because mm-hmm. my heart is to do well, to do good, to yeah. serve the Lord. That is my heart. Mm-hmm. My actions don't convey it sometimes. And when, when that happens, I'm like, Lord, you know my heart. I'm not trying to take that as a get-out-of-jail card, but like, I, I will not have shame in this moment. You know my heart, mm-hmm. and my heart is to serve you. And in that moment, I repent and I turn. Yeah. But that, that, the back part of that verse, that, that he, he knows what I really want to do. Mm-hmm. When I don't do what I really want to do and what I really want to do is please him, yeah. and I don't he do it, it, he does know it. Yep. And it's not the hypocrisy of I looking Christian, taping fruit on, but really my heart is to do evil. And oh no, he knows it. No, no, my heart is to do good. Yeah, he's changed my heart. Yeah, and I think if our hearts are there, like, and and it really does take that sh- that change that he gives us for our hearts, right? Mm-hmm. Our hearts are there, and then we learn to hear him. Like, I, I do think it takes practice to hear his voice. Mm-hmm. You know, we do need to learn to listen, but sometimes yeah. we do need to learn how he speaks listen. to us. My sheep know my voice. Yeah. Another so they gotta, will not follow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You bring another lamb in the mix yeah. as a farmer. I, they don't know. They know nothing, right? Mm-hmm. All these new animals at our farm, they know nothing. They don't know where to be or what to do, but they're learning to yeah. hear the voice of those that are taking care of them. Mm-hmm. And when we learn that, man... Uh, Minnie and I have a phrase. We always we always say this to each other. We need to follow the peace. So if we are at peace for the decision or at peace about doing something, we're going. Mm-hmm. Like that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. If we've heard or we feel like we've heard and we're at peace, we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he'll let us know if we're wrong. Well, that's mm-hmm. a beautiful part too, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like God drops this guessing game on us. No. Pick three doors. I hope you pick the right one. If you pick the wrong one, you're out of luck, Just, pal. Yeah. yeah, that's not it. Yeah. Even when I mean, goodness, I I would. I'm not a big shame guy, but I might feel a little bit of shame yeah. if I saw all the doors I've missed or mm-hmm. gone wrong. And he brings me around. He course corrects. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is so beautiful. I'm like, that's what makes him God. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I tell folks and whoever this might apply to that's listening. I'm like. Uh, I don't think God cares what God you pick. I think he cares that you're open and he's big enough to work it out mm-hmm. <laughs> and reveal himself to you. Yeah. If in your paradigm you feel like I'm worshiping the universe, okay, mm-hmm. or a tree, okay, mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever, I don't think God is offended by that. It just doesn't strike me that he would be offended by that. Mm-hmm. If you're open to what you know to pursue and trust and believe in, you're open. And I, God is God, right? God is able. God's able to take my hard-headed self and get me online. Yeah. So uh, I think he can do it. I think he can. And the way I say it in the recovery community to give him space is I'm a he, she, it can do it. Mm-hmm. 
pull you in, work with you, guide you, lead you, knows your heart. And that's not just the Christian that he knows their heart, mm-hmm. right? He knows our heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That word of God defines and directs. Yeah, I think in, in what, you, what you said in 13, it kind of ties that in with, nothing in all of creation is hidden from God's sight. And that can be, again, like trembling, right? You said like it can be a little like uncomfortable. Yeah. But but then if you if you continue on, like the, continue on right down to 16, like let us then approach God's throne of, of grace with confidence mm. so that we might receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. And I think I think those just go right hand in hand, right? Like if you're afraid of that, like... Well, here, let me remind you of the fact that it's, yeah. it actually doesn't matter what <laughs> what you are lying in, bar- in barren in front of because it's it's Jesus. The, it says that Jesus, the Son of God, lets us hold firmly to that because He is the one who is going to allow us to stand there confidently, right? Like, not not my not my actions, not not all those things that I've messed up along the way, right? right? Because my heart is held firmly to Him. And, and that's where, that's what you're saying. Like, that's my heart and, and nothing can shake me from that. And that's how we can stand confidently despite all those <laughs> missed, missed tuning into God's voice, missed, uh, obediences and all those things. Right. Like, I don't know. That's just, uh, it kind of ties it all together, I think, which is really awesome. Well, you're right, Dilly. That <laughs> confidence comes from the recognition of the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I love about these verses, and I guess it may vary with translation, uh, but you know, nothing in all creation is hidden from him, right? All mm-hmm. that. But 14 says, therefore. Yeah. <laughs> so that means 13, yep. because of 13, therefore. Now you go into 14, right? We have a great high priest, okay? And then you look at uh, 15, and 15 says, so four, once again, tie in, right? And then I love uh, 16, like, let us, let us, then, then let us therefore, yeah, yeah. as a result of it's sequential, yeah, as a result of this, much, yeah. and then okay, as a result of that, and, yeah. if, and because of that, and for that, then let us, mm-hmm. and it says, come boldly, yeah. yeah and I think we for sometimes we stop, mercy. right? We stop right there. Well, like, you can be. Oh. Oh, well, I would stop. I said that Sunday. If I if I find out that you are the one I'm supposed to approach, and you've gone through everything I've gone through, I'm like, oh man, that is so awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to sharing my struggles with you. Mm-hmm. And then I hear that you didn't make any mistakes. <laughs> you went you went through what I went through, but you didn't make any mistakes. That is not who I want to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> I want to find somebody that went through the junk I Watched went through, worse than made I the mistakes <laughs> I did, right? That's a peer coach. Yeah. Like, hey, man, commiserate with that. Help me. You know, I can relate to you. I can't relate to you. Mm-hmm. I don't care. You can relate to me, I guess, because you went through everything. But yeah. I can't relate to you. But that's the point. Jesus came to have compassion. Mm. He came to know us mm-hmm. and then gives us grace in all of our brokenness. That's yeah. We all have daughters. We do. Ooh, boy, do we. Billy and I talked about our daughters. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we do. How much we sometimes, love them. Sometimes they, I don't know, let's pretend they frustrate us. Sometimes they might. Could Maybe. Be. Yeah, maybe. But is there a fiercer love that I have. Yeah. No. I'm pretty sure there's not. No. <laughs> like a, you know that thing that makes your eyes glint and you're yeah. just your your head twists. You're like, I could I could end your life, son. <laughs> I mean that kind of thing. You yeah. Know? Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So come on, man. Yeah. The Lord oh man, the Lord loves us. Mm-hmm. More than that. No, yeah. loves yeah. us and, and we f- surely we frustrate him. But how beautiful 
that's the stuff I lean into. I'm like, uh, you know, and Jesus said it, or I, I feel like he did. If, if you being evil, give good gifts to your kids, yeah. how much more will the father, right? So yeah. I'm like, yeah, as frustrated as I get, but the intensity of the love that I have for that yeah. girl. Mm-hmm. How much more? Just yeah. silly intense, you know? And then how much more? Mm-hmm. And then this says, you know, we can go boldly. Yeah. That's freeing too, right? Like that's with great confidence. Yeah, I don't freeing. have to wonder. Yeah. Romans five in the message, uh, I think it's verse six, it says, or verse eight, I don't know, in there, it says, no longer uh being at odds with God. Mm-hmm. Like not even the not even the the slightest thought of being at odds mm-hmm. with God. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have to wonder. Mm-hmm. Come boldly. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, let's wrap her up today. Yeah. You feel like praying yeah. over us as we close out? I can totally do that. Man, uh, Lord God, we just, uh, we thank you for your grace. That's just what I'm feeling right now is your grace and the fact that you uh, you know us um, from the depths of our, our beings. Uh, you can just separate every single hair on our head, every thought every motive, um, and that, that's not scary. Lord, I pray that it's not scary for, for those that are listening today, that they can uh, receive your mercy, receive your grace with boldness, with confidence, um, and that it's freeing. It's freeing to just run to the Father, um, and that it, that it just gives us peace and rest. Um, Lord, you, you said that promise is still there, and um, all we have to do is just believe in you and and believe in your work and profess and proclaim um, who you are, that you are greater. And then we're able to walk into that rest, the rest that you've created, um, the rest that you ask us to just be in. Um, you created it. You are that rest. And so, Lord, I, I pray that um, the peace of you just spread out from this prayer right now to those that are listening to um, ourselves in this room. I thank you for these guys to be able to just um, share their heart and experiences and um, the path that they've walked in obedience to you um, and how it's just brought them to this peace. I pray that it just encourages those that are listening. Um, it lifts up our, our spirits, um, and, it, and it sets a new fire in us that, that we can uh, walk in unassurance and walk in to dark places that, that we can trust you in, though. And, and you can walk through us in those things. So, Lord, I, I pray all of it to be, to be so, Jesus, in your name. Amen. 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 Let the word be mixed with faith and follow the peace. Yeah. That's Amen. good. That's, that needs to be on a poster or something, man. <laughs> T-shirts. I'm going to tweet that right now uh, if I add one of those. Well, thanks, <laughs> fellas, for being here today. And thanks, everyone, for joining us. Uh, we hope you enjoy your journey through the book of Hebrews. Thanks for letting us be a part of that. Until next time, take care.